Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession. Friends and obsession that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hello, Friends fans. <laughs> All around the world. And around this table. Yeah. Here we are. Just at, the two of us. At a- <laughs> Hello, friends <laughs> of my life around yeah. this table. Yeah. Um, we are here around the table, which is very nice to be non-virtual, mm. but to be real face-to-face friends. Mm-hmm. IRL. IRL. Um, and we're going to talk about PBS. Yeah, which is something we don't have in the UK. Yeah, I must have. I did have to look it up a little bit. Mm. Did you? No, but I'm... You knew enough. Well, it's public broadcasting service. Is that right? Oh, maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. you didn't look that up. <laughs> What did you look up? <laughs> a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> we have those in the UK. I uh, was waiting this whole episode. When's she going to eat the sandwich? <laughs> well, like she the, one, it. the one with Ross's sandwich. I thought this was like a different thing. Of I, peanut in sandwich. my mind, PBS equals Sesame Street. So I'm aware that it is oh. kind of, you know, these days it would probably be called woke television or something because it's very community minded, integration minded, all of those things. I think. What okay. did you find out? Yeah, no, I think the Sesame street thing makes sense i think they talk about muppets at some point yes, in this as well yep. um and that makes sense as well because when i went onto pbs website mm. uh they did talk a lot about the reach that they have of children yeah and i was like this kind of joey pledge thing doesn't seem like a child related thing but it's sesame street that yes. they're reaching millions of kids and wasn't uh, mr rogers on pbs oh was he i think so yeah i don't know we Which don't know we only yeah we, we're like the worst uh, people <laughs> we're doing well so these far. Americans listening to this and be like this is painful yeah. absolutely painful to listen to but anyway Phoebe hates it yeah um, and why What? Uh, so what is it um, about this episode that we might hate or like or think is good or <laughs> think is modern fresh innovative fun all to be discussed can you tell I've had a coffee <laughs> one coffee a month <laughs> and, I've and just she had chose it. today <laughs> yeah um so first of all though remind me what goes on in this episode please um and can you do it in the form of something that is like rhymy and spicy and snazzy and limericky yeah would a limerick do very nice okay good here we go phoebe searches for selfless good deeds monica's new lover lying succeeds and not knowing what she's done Rachel's lost. Emily's won when Ross says he can do what she needs. Oh, goodness me. Jeez, you've got an actual talent for this, haven't you? We've got to make this into a book. <laughs> we have to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm into that. You'd buy it. I'd buy it. People around this table would buy it. <laughs> um, an excellent rhyming here. Deed succeeds, needs. Do you know when you said Rachel's lost and Emily's won, it even sounded deeper, like Rachel's lost. Oh, like yeah, just you know, upset. Yeah, 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 exactly. And Emily has won. Why have you written Emily in um, italics? To remind remind myself when I was reading it out that you that I needed to say Rachel's lost, Emily's, Emily's won. won. Got it. Um, Monica's new lover lying succeeds. That line took the longest. I couldn't figure out how to get that Monica storyline in. No, it's brilliant. Yeah, she's got a new lover and she's lying about it successfully. (laughs) (laughs) When Ross say he can do what she needs, that's so clever. Does he even, is that even like a quote? It's like, I can 
can you give me what I need? Like, well, I think doesn't Rachel? Well, I think Rachel actually says, "Just give her what she wants." Yeah. But um, yeah. Emily saying, "What what I need is for you to not see her anymore." Oh, yeah. To be discussed. Quite coming up right now in the one where Phoebe hates PBS. Okay, so the one where Phoebe hates PBS. Let's have this now in a slightly drier format from IMDb. Ross finally gets in touch with Emily mm-hmm. and they try to work it out. Chandler gloats after Rachel reveals that Monica's secret boyfriend is the best sex she mm. ever had. Phoebe and Joey debate if a selfless good deed exists. Mm. Netflix says, the gang discovers Phoebe hates PBS. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Emily tells Ross she'll give him a second chance only if he cuts all ties with Rachel the end okay well it's fine what happens Netflix in the one where Phoebe hates PBS well (laughs) the gang discovers Phoebe hates PBS (laughs) you don't say great did Uh, you hate this episode (laughs) that's an interesting opening question Picking up on the hater. Hater. I really like some of it. Yeah. I'm sort of indifferent to the other bits. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah. There's some really funny stuff. Yeah. There's a particular iconic little move that oh, just, yeah. God, makes me laugh so much yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also have a slightly different lens on it that having read the book, Matthew Perry's Friends. book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much he was struggling oh. during this. It's actually changed the way I receive. Oh, 100%. Oh, you too. 100%. So, yeah, we should say, given where we are in the real calendar, it is June. No, it's not. May 2023. Mm. We have, in between re-recording the last podcast and this one, read Matthew Perry's book, Friends, Lovers and the Big Terrible Thing, where he goes into a lot of detail about what was going on for him emotionally, internally, throughout the whole 10 series of Friends. And I could not agree more. In a way, it, it gives, I, am, I have even more admiration for him because of what he was delivering going through all of this stuff. But also, I see a darkness in Chandler that I didn't see really? before. Yeah, yeah, it kind of takes me out of it a bit that yeah. Chandler's... He's a, a real person. Yeah, he's a bit different now. Oh, my I, goodness. I feel much more conscious now. This sounds so silly, but I feel much more conscious now that Chandler is being played by an actor... Yeah. with problems yeah where and i know of course of course he was being played by an actor but you could let yourself go i don't know into that fantasy world a bit more and now i'm like no he was a real person who was very sad in his dressing room also this also sounds a bit silly but when he was being very affectionate with monica like kissing her and stuff i remember in his book jennifer Aniston told him like you stink of yeah. booze so all this it just puts this whole different thing on where you're like oh my god he must really smell that yeah. like oh when he's getting close to him anyway that's that, a bit of a grim aside. start so you said you like some stuff you're indifferent to other stuff yeah what is it you like um i do like the monica Chandler thing i think that's really funny yeah um and i do oh i'm not <laughs> i was gonna be like do i like the emily thing well i think let's discuss the emily thing because there are pros and cons of that and the PBS thing is a bit blah. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually think the PBS thing is a brilliantly philosophical Oh, I thought topic. you'd like it because it's like got depth in it. <laughs> so we'll talk a bit about that. Um, so we've got, yeah, so um, Joey basically says altruism doesn't exist. Yeah. That's the PBS thing. Yeah. We've got Monica gets 
pushed into a bit of a corner that it's apparent that she's seeing someone and yeah. she panics and, and lies. Oh, please tell Rachel. me you're waiting for a guy. Please tell me you're waiting for a guy. Yeah, that cold open. I don't really get why she's invited Rachel round. No, no, she's invited Chandler round. Yeah. When Rachel's at home. That's really odd, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll accept it because it's quite funny, but... Yeah, but had Rachel just come in, though? She's coming from somewhere? No, I think she's just, like, oh, in the apartment. Geez. And she's going to tell Monica something or give Monica something. Oh, and then Monica's gosh. like, I've been waiting uh, for you. Oh, that's it, yeah. Which actually sounds like a horror film. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Slasher. Um, yeah. It's a little bit unbelievable, given how intimate these are with the never locked doors and things like that. It's a little bit weird, yeah. isn't it? But anyway. And then maybe let's start them with... So Ross is trying desperately to get yeah, into contact that. with Emily. Yep. Yep. So you've got mixed feelings about this? Um, well, I mean, there's, there's just a bit, there's kind of a, a point here, isn't there, about she, it, so this is where, yeah, she's, he's trying to get hold of her and she picks up the phone like, stop harassing my family. Now, hang on, pause. Mm. She picks up the phone. Mm. What happens? There's some classic friends trivia. Oh. Uh, don't tell me you don't know. Well, I mean, I know the sort of situation that she's pregnant and that's why she's being hit, her body's being hidden. Not what I'm thinking of. Go on then. The lamp? Oh, when 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 Chandler gives Ross the lamp in a very... Uh, when Ross gives Chandler the lamp just from overexcitement. Yes. It's a, it's a great moment. It's the trivia. Unscripted. Oh, and you sort of see it in Chandler's face. Oh. So Ross is trying to talk. Emily will not pick up the phone. Will not pick up the phone. And then the phone rings, and it's Emily. And Ross is so excited. Yeah, yeah. But what David um, Schwimmer did, yeah, is picked up a prop from the set oh. and handed it to Matthew oh. Perry in such excitement. That's really funny. Yeah. I it's, a, it's a really funny moment. Maybe it's a, maybe it's that is why it's even better because it does feel quite authentic. And I think they did they left it in because yeah, Matthew yeah. Perry is literally like looking at his well, like, oh, what are Okay. Oh that's good. Alright, so um so she's been quite hard on him and she can't forgive him and ultimately she gives him this ultimatum, doesn't she? Kind of skipping ahead a bit, but um yeah we can make this try but you can never see rachel again what do you think about this do you have any compassion for emily here i've thought quite a lot about this mm. well good because you're recording a podcast about it <laughs> <laughs> but then my thoughts and i don't really want to share um <laughs> uh right okay so here's where i'm at with this you can see it's like a bru- Rachel's like a bruise to her, right? Like it stings. Like this woman, oh my god! And you know, you would feel so insecure, wouldn't you? You'd feel so bad about it, and you'd feel so nervous about Rachel. And they're off in the other side. Well, but here's the thing: what are you going to do? You can't. You ban someone from something. Mm. It's just going to fester, and mm. they're going to fight back even harder. And it's just unreasonable. So, um, yeah, I think you would feel, you kind of get what she's feeling, but she's handling it very badly. Yeah, I think that's fair. And you? Well, the only additional thing that occurs to me is that this is not just an ex. We know, and I'm assuming Emily knows, 
This is someone Ross has loved since he was like nine years old. Oh, I didn't. I actually never think that Emily knows that. Oh. No. Oh, you think it's just like a regular ex-girlfriend yes. who's part of the friendship Yeah, group. yeah. Because why would the, why the hell would he tell her? Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I mean... That's, but that's... Bit, I mean, it could be... I mean, who knows? We could both be very right or very wrong. That's where my compassion was coming from, that okay. this is not your ordinary... Okay, we dated for a bit and now we're not together anymore. But that... Because ultimately, I think... We've said, didn't we, this whole Emily Joshua thing, it was all rubbish. Like, actually, Ross and Rachel were just trying to fight dealing with the feelings they had after they broke up. You yeah. Know? And we thought this was too quick with Emily and all the rest of it. But my bit of compassion for Emily was, okay, this is the love of his life. Oh. And he said her name at the wedding. You would be like, oh man, I'm just the filler here, you know. Yeah. But then that said, what are you doing? You're right. Like, there's no there's no end game here, is there? You cannot ban somebody from, you can't dictate someone's life in that way. And even if you do, resentment is just up around the corner. Yeah. There's yeah. no way that's being successful. You need to feel absolutely secure that, he loves you more that yeah. this is it he married you you've got to go yeah. into it he but chose yeah. you yeah regardless it's quite of clever really isn't it because you can it's not you know as much as we don't like emily it's kind of not ridiculous what she's doing yeah but it does come across as super unreasonable it does and i also thought the moment where she says and again we've talked about her accent in this haven't we it doesn't do helen baxendale <laughs> any favors why is it so bad it's so bad this portrayal of Britishness by her character. And she says something like, okay, I, th I think I can do that, Ross. But there's just one thing, you know, you can't see Rachel anymore. And you, I think if I remember rightly, you actually hear the audience gasp or groan. Yeah. And I think it must be so hard for the actress because in that moment, she is hated by every yeah. single... Because, all right, okay, Ross fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. She's a girl. She met a guy. What are you going to do? Yeah. But for yeah. her then to be like, I'm going to break up this friendship group. Yes. The whole audience yeah. hates her. Yeah. When she read that script, she must have been like, oh, man. Yeah, this is not... Because um, she didn't want to do it anymore, did she? And she must be like, oh, God, now I'm going to go out even more of a baddie. I remember watching this at the time, many years ago, 20-something yeah. years ago. More. More like 24, 25 years ago. Um, and I remember, I remember the two times I felt like, oh my God, this show is about to fall apart. One, when they're at the ski, they're trying to go on the ski trip oh, and yeah. he has to come and pick them up mm -hmm. when Ross and Rachel are broken up. And you're like, this friendship group is screwed. Like it's, it's over. Mm -hmm. And now it was this one as well. Like, yeah. the, the, you know, this is over. The show is called Friends, not <laughs> Friend. Do you know the, so Helen Baxendale is pregnant. This is one of the reasons we only, the, the shots that are chosen of her. Yeah. She's on the phone in bed or whatever with the <laughs> duvet yeah. right up to her chin. So and I bet see. that bed sinks down. <laughs> so like it looks flat on so top. Can't see Like an iceberg. Do you know what the plan was if she hadn't got pregnant? Because obviously they weren't going to have a seventh character. I believe coming. she didn't even want to do it anyway. She was like, I don't like it. I don't like America. I don't like being in this show. I don't I'm, like the fame. I have to have a terrible accent. <laughs> I have to, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I just say, Ross. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it would just... Don't it, point your pants at me, <laughs> oh, Ross. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> so irritating. Um, yeah, I, she didn't want to do it anyway. Like, oh. she, she, was, she, she, she didn't enjoy her experience. So did she just sign... I, what I'm confused about is that they wrote in a wedding. 
Right, yeah. So that there's something permanent about I that. I mean, I guess the end game was never. She no. wasn't going to be like a mic, was she? She wasn't going to suddenly be like no. a, um, yeah, uh, a thing. I've re- uh, recently realised how good friends Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston are. Oh, I know, yeah. I know, I know. But I think that's a lot of the reason why he yeah. kind of stuck around. As Do you well. know who else Paul Rudd is really good friends with? You. <laughs> I wish <laughs> Olivia Coleman. Really? Yeah. Before they were both famous, Paul Rudd was in the UK doing a play or something, oh. and he slept on Olivia Coleman's floor for the time he was in this play. Oh. And they were really good friends. And then he moved back to America because the play ended. And I heard an interview with her and she was like, he rang me up one day and he was like, I've got, I've got a part in Friends, can't believe it. She was like, oh my God, this is so good for you. Oh, so wow. Great. Yeah. So they're still oh, good that's pals. nice. He seems like a, one of the good guys. Oh man, yeah. He was on a radio show recently here in the UK promoting something and they did like a phone in and she rang in with a fake name. Oh, it was like a, that's a funny. Agony aunt thing. And she's like, uh, I, I'd like to know, Paul, I think she was worse. <laughs> uh, what do you do when you have a, a really good friend, you've known a long time, they come <laughs> to the country and they don't even tell you they're here. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, and then she was like, it's me, it's Olivia, you didn't oh. tell me you're in the UK. It's very nice. Isn't it? Oh, that's so cute. Um, one thing I will say about this storyline, because, you know, Emily's annoying and yeah, it does bring it to a close eventually in the next um, episode. I really like the scene at the end with Ross and Rachel. I think it's incredibly touching. Oh, yeah. And that's why I said in the epidemic, she doesn't know what she's done. She's like, whatever she wants, just give it to her. Just give do her it. whatever she wants. Yeah. Whatever yeah. this relationship yeah. stuff is, just do it. The little hug she gives him at the end, she's like, yay, little thumbs up. Oh, oh. It is, that is a kind of classic friends, just you pulling at your heartstrings, isn't it? Yeah. That, yeah, you've got two different people experiencing the same moment with massive different contexts that only we know yes yeah. yeah it's clever it's really clever that's why this show's so good because it's super yeah. funny and super clever and, at times and also you're like it's such an irony where rachel we know rachel loves him because she told him she loved him just yeah. after the wedding yeah and out of that love for him she finds the selflessness to say Look, make this work. Yeah. Whatever it is, make it work. Yeah. Little does she know she's sacrificing herself. She's writing her that. own death sentence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something yeah. really lovely about it was the choice of Yeah. It's her that in the end gives him permission oh, to do it. Do you think Ross really would do it? Do you think he would? <sighs> I mean, in the next episode, we hear a bit of this, don't we? Because obviously Joey's very upset that he's making all these sacrifices and he and he sort of says, Look, you know. I made a choice to get married and when you get married, you compromise and, and I do think he has a point when he says, I know, but he does say there's plenty of people who see their sisters at Thanksgiving and their college roommates at reunions and stuff. He is Joey at Burger King. (laughs) Yeah. We're skipping forward to next episode, but. But in that moment when he's got, when he's right there with Rachel, with his arm around her, would he really be like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. And does that mean we're being asked to believe that his love for Emily is stronger than his love for Rachel? That's hard to believe, isn't Uh, it? Yeah, I feel like it's just a way of trying to get over Rachel because I think Rachel is over him at this point pretty much, isn't she? Yeah. When were you under (laughs) Okay, so Ross and Emily, (laughs) we will pick up again next episode because, of course, this is just the beginning of this problem. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to talk about Monica's secret boyfriend? very quick and uncertain <laughs> uh we like this right oh my god it's so, so good. these these episodes are so oh, great this whole run yeah, the, yeah yeah it's yeah, so yeah. Good. it's so good it's so good and it's so you really just believe in them when 
it's only a few episodes ago that they just were just friends and yeah. nothing else. But you, they, it's so, it totally works so naturally, it. doesn't yeah. it? Because I think that was from the right. I know we talked about this time, but the writers, the London thing, they're just like, oh, we'll do this as just a little funny cliffhanger thing, and then because the audience went so, they're like, there's something here, yeah, and there is chemistry, and it just really works immediately, doesn't it? Yeah, they're great. Um, yeah, <laughs> the charm is the best sex she ever had. That twist, I, I, that whole scene. I mean, my favorite joke is, <laughs> if it were me and I were the best she'd ever had, yeah. I would do this. That whole double play thing, where yeah. he's saying, "If it were me," but he actually knows it's him. But Rachel doesn't know it's him, but we know it's him. And when you say "do this," jumps up on the table and dances. <laughs> Do you prefer his one to when Monica mimics it? Oh, later? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so amazing. And that's what I was saying about him being sad behind the eyes, yeah. but doing this stuff. Um, yeah. How did he do it? How did he do it? He's an actor, isn't he? Oh, that's Plenty it. of them are dealing with um, <laughs> emotional issues they, they managed to suppress. Yeah, to like Rachel's just having to be all over Joshua when they'd actually mm. broken up in real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we all have to do hard stuff at work. I do love, I love this because you start off with the, I'm seeing a guy from work. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, she's yeah. found a way around this. Great. Yeah, yeah. And then Rachel's like, I want to hear about every detail. You know, so she's, yeah. so we know she's forced to kind of tell us some more stuff. But that reveal when Rachel's like, no, no, I want to meet this guy who's the best sex she's ever had. Charlie. So good. Really? <laughs> And then Chandler's like, and you, you lucky dog. <laughs> Chandler is like in his element here. And I find him very attractive here. Like he's just so playful and loving it. Cookery question. If you're cooking on the stove, <laughs> does that mean he's better in bed than Richard? And uh, so then, of course, he annoys Monica a bit because he goes to town on this. Like really, really yeah. takes the meat. Yeah. Um, but... I love it because we know Chandler lacked confidence in the bedroom department. Yeah. We remember the... Seven! Yeah. We remember Barb here, you know, just like, oh, really that great. And he had to learn this stuff. Monica taught him. Monica so taught him. So maybe Monica taught him what she likes. And so he was tutored. This is what we said. Do you remember when we yeah. talked about Kathy? Yeah. We were yeah. like, he yeah. learned yeah. commitment from Janice. Yeah. And then he learned the bedroom stuff with Kathy. Yeah. And you... Put your hands together and you've got the perfect combination for Monica, who wants yeah. commitment and yeah. needs the bedroom stuff. Um, but I love it when they sort of have the bit of a showdown and she's like, you know, this you're not taking this seriously. And he's like, look, if we're good together, it's because of you. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's also lovely because it's like, it's not that, you know, some people are great at that. Another, It's about yeah. a combination it's of a two people, isn't it? Yeah, we were the just chemistry. talking about their chemistry work. So yeah, it's them together. Oh, she is cold though, isn't she? Like when, um, when she's wearing this like pink jumper and when she does the dance, he's like, so Joey's dad, do you want to know? She's like, why would I want to do that? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. so... Her face oh, is so funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's like... Oh my! When she jumps into his arms, that always sounds a bit weird to me. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's slightly weirdly paced that with yes. the gloves... Yes, and then he bangs her head on the door. Yeah. And he's like, that's not part of it, right? And she's like, okay. And I'm like, you don't need that. I don't know why they Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's a bit it strange. Yeah. I love it when he's like, I was nothing before you. Call the other girls and ask, which wouldn't take very long. <laughs> oh. There is a slight credibility, though, because we knew Bob here. We know that 
yeah, I know we've just talked about this, that he's not good in bed or that he hasn't had many girls. And you think he sort of comes across, you know, he would be a bit clumsy and awkward and all this stuff. But it, it, he it's explains the, it by saying combo. it's you it's that makes him so good. Yeah. yeah, And the situation, like, yeah. the he's trust. never, he's taken, yeah, someone who he entirely trusts, yeah. who knows him yeah. really well. Yeah. He's discovered this whole sort of new side to yeah. him about how he feels about yeah. him. That's an incredibly powerful combination for... Yeah, and she is super smoking hot. hot, Yeah, probably doesn't hurt. I love her hair at this point, by the way. I was just curly. I hate her hair. Oh Oh my god, isn't that funny? I'm like, oh no, we're into this phase of Monica's hair. Curly. It's not the best Monica hair. The best Monica hair is when she's when she marries Chandler. I think her hair's amazing. Yes. Yeah. But I really like her hair like this. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Incorrect. Um, so we and so one of the reasons I love this episode is it moves us on in story, doesn't it? Because we've had London, then we've had the secret, yep, and we're starting now. They're having they can't get away with this. It's moving us forward. Yeah, they are getting more serious. Yeah, yeah, um, and that means it, there's more jeopardy in in what they're trying to do. And of Ooh. course, the next episode that sort of comes, yeah, to the fore, which leaves us. Yes, with, with a PBS. Huge philosophical debate that we can have for the next two hours. Do you know what? I'm just not a fan of the name of this episode, the one where Phoebe yeah, hates PBS. This happens soon as well with Kips. I think that's a stupid episode title and Yeti. They're all bad titles at this point. They're kind of taking the random bits of the episode rather than mm. actually talking about the heart of the episode. I do wonder with this one whether the cultural differences affect that. Uh, so I think this would be a bit like saying... The one where Phoebe hates Paddington. BBC. You know, oh. where it's like something that no one could hate. Oh, all right. I think that's why... She's taking issue with something that's just she would unissuable. Be, you would think she would be a huge fan of PBS, I suppose, given our limited knowledge of it. Yeah. So I think it's meant to be quite surprising in that way. Okay. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it, I get it. We, we're, not, we're not getting the nuance. So yeah, what do you think of this? He looks so cute in his tux. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's not a co-host. He's just one of the guys sitting on the yeah. panel of phones. Yeah. Um, you like the philosoph- philosophicalness? It's not a word. Uh, altruistic. Well, Philosophicality? That's not a word either. altruism me. Um, I do. Yes, I yeah. do. Do you think selfless good deeds exist? Do you? <laughs> Are you deflecting the question? Are you? <laughs> Was that another question? <laughs> I just think you're deeper than I am. You'll probably have a better answer. You go first. <laughs> uh, I think Joey's right. They don't exist. Correct. I don't think that devalues them, but I believe any good deed in some way makes you feel good. I did try and think hard, trying to think of an example, like mm. to come up with one, but yeah. May I ask for an example? Well, no, you may not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny the way she yeah. says that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think you know, that was a much shorter philosophical debate than I was in. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Pick your right. audience who you want to have these yeah. debates with. One thing that is a bit weird is Phoebe lets a bee sting her as a attempt at a selfish good deed. Why is that weird? Well, not so much that she does that, but for some bizarre reason... They then have her call Joey. She's in like a bar or something, a restaurant or something. I think she's in Central Park. Oh, is she? Mm. But anyway, she rings him 
directly on his telethon phone yeah i know from a public I know, phone I know, I know maybe she's like i'm making a pledge and it just happened to be mm. him but he's also ringing her from the pledge line it's yeah, all a true. bit strange yeah true, yeah have you ever been stung by a bee i have never been stung by a bee or a wasp oh wow have you they don't like you <laughs> it doesn't make you feel unpopular uh yeah it hurts a lot yeah so the way she's just like i just stung you know i got stung i think yeah. you might be a bit like ow but it could be a while yeah um yeah these selfless good deeds are tricky it's a bit of a filler storyline this this serious this seriously thing is an absolutely um, huge selfless good deed but it's not it's not selfless because she gets so much joy in handing those babies over yeah well well kind of as in she has changed the lives of those people yeah yeah which makes her feel great for her her husband her brother okay well my pledge got joey on tv oh no Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, kind of, kind of happens, isn't it? She gets a few of these storylines, Phoebe, at the moment, doesn't she? Just random yeah. stuff, fur coats, and yeah, yeah, PBS lines and things. She's never real. I mean, even when Mike arrives, you don't get anything. Same with Joey. You don't get anything like what you get with Monica and Chandler and, and Rachel. Yeah. You get none of that tension no, in the same no. way. Like even the Joey, when Joey's in the with Rachel thing, that's probably his only major storyline, isn't it? That, that kind of propels forward through several episodes. But even that, you're not, you're not gripped with it in the way you are with I'm Monica and I'm trying to remember in his book, he talks about certain seasons, we had breakout stars. Do you remember he says this? I'll just go and get the book in a minute. Matthew Perry. Mm. And he's like, or his season, he I think his getting together with Monica season, he's like, we, we all had a real big buzz around us at some yeah. seasons. And his was when him and Monica are kind of getting together. He's like, me and Courtney Cox were hot then. You know, we were like the big stars then. David Schwimmer was like the first season. Joey was actually later on when he'd really found himself. I can't remember what he said about Phoebe. I think he said Phoebe was quite early on because she was creating such iconic way of speaking and... Yeah, this kind of fancy, and she won an Emmy. She was the only one of them yeah. to get an Emmy until the end, when I think Jennifer Aniston got one too. But you think like that Chandler Monica storyline? Mm. It begins in London. In London, <laughs> <laughs> you have the whole of this season where everybody finds out. Yeah, um, leading up to Vegas. Yeah, where they nearly get married. For a but clear cut sign. Don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have the whole of next season leading up to the engagement. Yeah. Then the whole of the following yeah. season leading up to the wedding. Yeah. Like their storyline yeah. goes, continues to develop for like three, four seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totes. Even Rachel yeah. and Ross don't get that. They got like half a season one, season two and half a season three. Yeah. And the then the plane at the end. You know, tiny the bit plane. at the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the, the, I think this is what he means. Like, this is when it was core yeah. Monica and Chandler territory. But yeah, I wonder when Phoebe territory is. Do you remember he says, um, could it be this season or would it be the next season? He's one of only two actors to have had the number one TV show and the number one film in the same Good week. God. Name the other actor. <gasps> bam, bam, bam. I can't do it. <gasps> uh, I, Ted, Ted Danson? No. Good guess. But that is no. such a good guess. Michael J. Fox. Oh, for sure. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> say something else. Then. What? For sure. <laughs> um, I had a few friends for lenses. Actually. Oh, I did as well. Oh, go on then. Wrinkle-free fax paper. 
it's like oh, a big is a big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. You see these like TikToks now where sixteen year olds are being asked and they claim to not even know what a fax machine is. I literally saw that the other day. Someone asked their kid what's a fax machine. Yeah. Which I just think is ridiculous. Like And he took it yeah, it's like facts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all the same thing. But I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. Why would they know it? It's not why take the piss out of somebody for not yeah, knowing know. something that's now obsolete. I know, it's I know, so yeah. I hate that whole like oh you don't even know what a cassette tape is. Why would they? Um expect it in four to six weeks yes. from the Something Sonoma catalogue. Yes. And William Sonoma catalogue. And that, in a way, that's ahead of its time because very few people were ordering things and getting them delivered to their house. But in another way, it's so antiquated because it's now would be like 24 hours four to six weeks where's your prime delivery yeah did you have some more i had um ross talking loudly on a phone in a public place which would have been incredibly unusual and incredibly annoying to people at the time but now it happens all the time is he on a mobile phone yeah he takes a call is this one of the first mobile phones maybe this season we're seeing them on mobile phones the first yeah because he has a pager in season one doesn't he when they have ben what does it say on the pager what's his thing um saying jumbo that's it jimbo um yeah this is the first we might be getting to mobile phone territory but he's in central perk and he's like I think it's in Central Park. And he's shouting his head off and people are sort of looking at him a bit. And now people do that all the time. Um, and the only other really stupid thing is, and I noticed this in the next episode as well, they have two blockbuster video cases oh, on top of the VHS player. God. Which, yeah. Now Isn't that insane that you used to, I remember a friend, we'd walk like, it's like 20 minutes to the blockbuster, you'd wander around there for another 20 minutes. So it is an hour to choose a film. Although yeah. to be fair, it takes me an hour to choose <laughs> it. There's yeah. so much choice. I'm so happy I live in an age where you TV can be piped oh. into your house. You don't have to go to a shop. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so happy I live it at this time. Um, <laughs> so I'm extremely happy about that. My favourite joke was, if it were me and I were the best she'd ever had, I would do this. Jump. And then jumps on the table and dances around. What is your favourite joke? Same. Oh. For sure. Snappers. Who's Monica your... is my best friend. Oh. Yeah. Explain. I just think that she is... Uh, I... Uh, just why have i chosen monica i've very very assertively said it and have written it um i think i just i think it i like that she gets those reactions out of chandler i think mm-hmm. she's like goes so cold but also so sweet and mm-hmm. it's so yeah i, I do I love like the it. dancing bit as well although it's yeah. not i didn't pick it over the chandler one yeah it is very funny yeah. it's a good gif as well i went for uh, rachel okay i felt i really like how she advises ross selflessly in this is that episode. selfless good deed is that a freaking selfless <gasps> good deed what's in it for her well i mean no what is in it for her right. <laughs> <laughs> i suppose and this is kind of joey's point there doesn't have to be a direct benefit even if the only benefit is that you know you did the right thing so i think that's what's in it for her she's done the right thing by her friend okay but she doesn't like emily she doesn't want to be around she doesn't want to be around so it's pretty selfless. It's up, it's up there on the, the selflessness. Is, I think I think selfless is it. It's different grades of selflessness depending on the deed, but it's never zero. She can sleep at night thinking like I've done the right thing, even if she's unhappy, yeah. even if she yeah. doesn't want Emily around. Yeah, she has the peace of mind that she did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, and she's not 
at the centre of any of the storylines, but she's very important to them. So she tells Ross that he should do whatever Emily wants. She tells Chandler about Monica's secret boyfriend mm. as well. So she's oh, the connector yeah, point yeah, true. for that whole thing to kick off. Okay. So she's my favourite. Well done, Rachel. Yeah. Good. We've got Rachel and Monica as our best friends this week. Who will be our best friends next week? Kit. Oh, good. <laughs> so next week, next week, next episode is the one with Kip's a title you don't like. Stupid title. <laughs> but we will find out who Kip's is then. Let's do it. Then. I'm off to have, have a Kip. <laughs> hey, I was going to say the best sex I've ever had, but oh. <laughs> these days I'd, I'd rather have a Kip. <laughs> That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession. Share our obsession too.